Hey, bowlers, bowling this month is back. Bowling this month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Now is the time to reinforce your bowling arsenal, and BowlerX.com is the online leader in price, service, and selection. With free insured shipping on every item we carry, including a complete line of pro shop supplies, as well as balls, bags, shoes, accessories, and more. Also check out the large selection of closeout and discontinued items at a fraction of their original cost. BowlerX.com, your online bowling superstore and proud sponsor of Above180.com. You can hear Above 180 on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. BowlerX.com, your online bowling equipment superstore, presents the Above180.com podcast. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me on the Above180.com podcast is BJ Moore. Catching up with BJ here in between qualifying for the PWBA Las Vegas Open. So, BJ, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, absolutely. All right, BJ. Well, first off, let's let's kind of go through your career a little bit bowling-wise because, uh, you know, you started out, we were talking, you, you won two regionals. One is a non-member, one is a member. Um, let's talk about, though, what what was it like to, to win that first regional and how did that propel your bowling game? Um, the first one was actually, uh, uh, it was kind of like one of those random things I... I only bowled two a year just because you can bowl two as a non-member and, and cash them two without having to gain your card yet. Um, and then when I finally won one, I was actually uh, just going to get a little extra practice in, in match play for a tournament for the following weekend, the, you know, one of the amateur tournaments, uh, the Orb Drillers Tournament in Richmond, Virginia. Um, that was the following weekend and hadn't bowled anything competitive in like a month or two, so just wanted to get like a little refresher. Um, and, you know, things just happened to click. It was, you know, it was nice. Um, probably bowled 12 or so before <clears throat> before actually getting into that position to, to win one. Um, but, you know, getting that monkey off your back was, you know, it's always a sigh of relief and kind of a, a rewarding feeling, you know, knowing that the hard work you put in has finally paid off. So, Yeah, so let, let's talk about that. A lot of people have their goal is to go out and bowl regionally. What, um, what do you say is the biggest difference between bowling, even just some of your more amateur, your bigger megabuck type of amateur events, high rollers, et cetera, versus the PBA regional events that you guys bowl? Wow. Um, yeah, those are, those are like two extreme different levels. Uh, to me, bowling the, the megabuck events, you know anybody can bowl them but the level of 
competition out there, the caliber of bowlers, is just like bowling on Pro Tour. Because I mean, that, that's exactly where those guys came from in the first place, you know, at least back then. Um, so to consider it as a, you know, compare it to the regional wise, I would say, um, it, you know, regionals you're you're more so localized, you know, within your within your region, obviously. Um, so you don't have guys flying in from everywhere to, to compete against this. So as far as considering, you know, comparing it to the, the mega buck, um, I, I mean that's as far as the moves and what you feel you have to be. As far as game game shape, game readiness per se, like when you're making your moves, because that's the one thing that when, when you watch these guys, and it's so hard to see even watching on extra frame, is the moves that you guys are constantly making game to game, frame to frame, ball to ball, et cetera. Right. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's that's the biggest part of the game. You know, everyone has a physical game, but it's actually the the mental preparation and seeing the right shapes at the right time. That's, that's what separates, you know, guys making TV shows and, you know, guys just cashing. Yeah, so that's that's been the, the biggest thing that I've seen so far. Um, you know, I was I was close to making a couple shows out of the World Series in 2014. Um, you know, and it was just you know, things just click. And you, you see the right shapes. You see one false move, or you see the ball wiggle. You know, that one time, you know exactly what to do when. And uh, you know, just sharpening that mentality is the toughest thing out here. And you know, just having that eagerness to to win. Okay, so let's move forward. You're drafted by Norm Duke, Dallas Strikers. Uh, how? Uh, first off, did you have any inclination that they that they were going to draft you? Did they kind of tip you off a little bit, or was that completely out of the kind of out of the blue at the draft when the, when the draft was taking place? Um, well, I had you know some conversations with guys, but I didn't really um, I didn't know what to expect out of it. I, I mean, I know I was at least on the radar when when talking with like Dell, Tim Mack. And, and Norm, and uh, you know, ironically enough, uh, probably for like the last year and a half, I've been crossing right next to Norm or on the same pair as him, and you know, he's always taking me under his wing and you know, giving me little words of wisdom here and there, and kind of you know, just looking out for me. And uh, you know, he's always told me I've thrown it great, and you know, this and that, and just kind of you know, pumping my ego up a little bit. And but, you know, he's uh, he saw something that you know, maybe I haven't seen yet that. Yeah, maybe they're just uh, just looking for the breakthrough. What sort of uh, what sort of nerves did you have watching watching the the team challenges on on uh, ESPN? You know, bowling with Norm and Tommy and all these guys that you bowl regionals with, but now you're on TV. You're up in Maine where the crowd is just rocking, and it's it's almost like a golf tournament where they're you know it's it's uh, you know just really loud and, and rambunctious. What was that like throwing those shots on TV? Because watching, you didn't look nervous, but I'm guessing there had to be a few butterflies uh, throwing those first couple of shots. Actually, going to throw the first few shots, it I don't know. I just felt like I was practicing. It, it really wasn't any different. Um, Sitting behind the stands and watching the show beforehand was actually more nerve-wracking than actually physically being on the show and, and throwing those shots. I mean, you know, I've, I've bowled with Tommy numerous times. You know, he's from the South Region. I've bowled there for the last 10 years. And, um, you know, Bill, I've, you know, we've come across, you know, quite a few times over the last, I don't know, year and a half or so as well. Um, so it's just, <clears throat> I've made friends with those guys already. So now it was just kind of, 
it was nice to work with them all together on one team. So as far as the nerves, it, it really wasn't really wasn't that bad. The the second day actually got me more than the first day. So it was, it was weird. Yeah. So what what have you been able to learn from bowling with those guys and and um, just the insight on not even how to play the lanes per se, but just how to handle yourself out here on tour. I mean, you guys, I mean, now the way the tournaments are, you have the World Series, which is a couple weeks. You know, they're, they're grinds. I mean, and it's bowling pattern after pattern after pattern, day after day after day. How have, how have they been able to provide some insight for you on how to how to handle yourself both on and then even off the lanes? Um, the biggest thing was uh, telling me I needed to be a little more eager in my shots, so, so a little more, uh, you know, like assertiveness when it's coming to you know, making the shots and, and, and being there for them. Um, and also what to look for and when. You know, like I said, the whole mentality thing is, is the biggest part to this game. And, uh, you know, the little tips and tricks that they were able to provide just within that one day of, of bowling is unbelievable. Like, they were able to, to open my eyes to a lot of things, you know, with, with stuff that, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think about. Like, Tommy, for instance, um, while we were waiting for the show, he's like, hey, man, I want you to keep walking around and moving in these breaks. He's like, it, you know, a lot of people just stand there and, you know, they just let themselves get cramped up. Well, we don't have any shots in those TV breaks. They like, even though they're pre-recorded, we still take a TV break. Um, so that was, I think that was one of the biggest things because if you go back and watch the shows now, you see the other team just kind of standing around and we're, you know, we're up walking around, Tommy's stretching, Norm is acting like he's, you know, throwing his shots, going through his routine. Um, you know, we're all just kind of just staying loose and that was the biggest part. And I feel like that was, you know, that was a tall tale sign between the two teams because we were able to, you know, our first shots were still a little a little suspect when, when coming out of the break, but, you know, we were able to stay more so in tune than most other players. So, obviously your goal is to win a, win a national title, win a stop out here on tour with, uh, with the guys. But what other goals have you set for yourself that you want to you wanna accomplish, and where do you want to see your game going? And what else, what are you working on on your game? Um, well, working with Del, Tim, and Timmy um, it has been a lot of me slowing down, not being nearly as firm as, as what I used to be. So softening up is definitely huge for being out here. You know, back home, you can throw it as hard as you want. The volumes just aren't there. And then we come out and bowl on tour. It's like a whole different world. So, uh, you know, being able to, to soften up has been the biggest, biggest thing that I need to work on personally. Um, as far as goals, uh, you know, everybody's goal is going to be, you know, to win a national title, make it on TV. But I kind of, uh, you got to see it to believe it first. So I kind of just put progressions into my goal. So you, you go out, you set your goal first to, to make your cut, make your cashless round for the World Series, you know, make top 24. And that's, that's all you got to do is just make top 24. And then you give yourself a chance that, you know, your goals are still in, intact. You make it through your first round, you make it through your second round, and then you're on a TV show. So it's it's more so the goal set and how to attain those small victories to get to your main goal. So that's that's been my biggest thing. And, you know, right now it's just focusing on being better, uh, being better mentally. And I think that's going to be the biggest separation factor. Cause, you know, I feel like physically-wise I can compete. Um, you know, I just got to figure out how to make it happen finally you're on staff with roto grip so like to always give the staffers a chance to talk about the pieces that they like in their bag 
in the in their line that they're throwing right now. So what what in the roto grip and storm arsenal are you really seeing that works well for you in your game? First two balls out of the bag, actually, um, I've never really been a fan of asymmetric balls, uh, but the Alpha Crux by far has probably been one of the most versatile ones I've seen yet. Um, so I, you know, I like them. Yeah, without weight holes or anything, just kind of stack everything and keep it simple, smooth, and it's just—it's been rather impressive to say the least. Um, And then from the rotor grip side, I really like the high wires. Uh, I've always been kind of skeptical of bringing out a solid and then a pro version or the hybrid version, Um, but uh, it's—it was unbelievable. The the first night I actually threw it, um, fresh out of the box, I go and sub for a friend of mine who just needed the help and uh ended up going 29 in a row with two 300s the first two games to start out so it was um i just i really like what i'm seeing and you know can't wait for the other stuff to come out awesome thank you for taking some time to join me bj thank you